first thing we're going to do is we're going to introduce our uh, our graduate. So, Angela, why don't you come up here? Kids love nothing better than to be up on stage. <laughs> Most of you probably know her, but this is Angela Daniels. Um, you know, Miss BJ and Brother Mike have uh, have raised her, and I think she's been at the church and visitation and everything under the sun uh, in her life. Angela was involved in Student Senate for three years, International Club for two years, powerlifting for two years, HOSA for one year. She had health science rotations at the hospital. She was the highlighter manager, and she was probably by far the best manager that we've had uh, there in a long time, always took care of Mac. And she has 20 plus hours of medical assistance at the hospital. So. Angela's plans for after college are to attend TJC and get her Associates of Science in their nursing program and then transfer to UT Tyler and get her BSN and become a NICU nurse. I asked her what her memory was or of being in the youth group and I read this wrong because she said my memory of the youth would have been going to hell. But it says my memory of youth is going to hell house. There was more to the story. <laughs> going to Hell House and then your house afterwards and all hanging out as a big family. And what I learned is that no matter what background we come from or how we were raised, we are all the same and will be loved unconditionally. Going into the youth, I was terrified and hated it, and I can attest to that. <laughs> but I'm kind of sad that I'm having to adult and leave it. But who am I kidding? I will be there every Wednesday and Sunday. So Angela, on behalf of Landmark Baptist Church, oh, she also graduated with 3.0 and above. And that was after transferring from Robert E. Lee. And I can only imagine what she would have been able to do if she'd been at the same high school for four years. But you did a great job. We're very, very proud of you. Amanda and I love you. You've been such a blessing to us. On behalf of Landmark, we've got you uh, God's answers for the graduate and also a little bit of college money. Come on up, Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. For those of you that don't know, this is Mackenzie Barra. She is my child, along with Amanda's. Gets her looks and her smarts from, uh, from Amanda. <laughs> Mackenzie is the valedictorian of her graduating class at Chapel Hill High School. <laughs> she had a 4.424 GPA. Um, during her four years at Chapel Hill High School, she was inducted into National Honor Society. National Honor Technical Society was the, is the 2020 class president, and she is the drill team captain of the Highlighters. In the fall, McKenzie's a plan, planning to attend the University of Texas um, at Austin, where she'll be studying the, at the College of Natural Sciences. And I asked her to, you know, tell me what her memory or whatever texted to me last night. She didn't, so I'm going to put her on the spot and see what she's learned in youth group. Um, well, I just want to thank everyone and this church um, for being such a great family to me and taking care of me as I've grown up and um, just making this a second home for me. 
Well, on behalf of Landmark Baptist Church, we've got you God's Answers for the Graduate in burnt orange, beautiful, um, and also some college money. Love you like my own. At this time, I'm going to ask one of our graduates from last year to come up here and just give a little wisdom to our graduates from this year. And I, I probably dropped this on the coal a couple days ago, two or three days ago. And without hesitation, she said, yes, I'm down for it. So Nicole Galindo, come on up here and do your thing. Okay, so um, first of all, I'm really excited to get to talk about y'all because I know y'all really well. And you know what I mean? We got to go to camp and everything together. And so um, it's just a lot of fun seeing y'all get to graduate and everything, which is awesome. Um, so I guess one thing that I guess I just wanted to share with y'all, um, you're going to hear a lot about how important like community is and like really just establishing yourself like at school with like a really good group of friends and like a strong group of friends. And that's super important. But it's also really important to make sure that that you're taking care of yourself and that you're taking care like taking care of your faith and that you're holding on to your faith because like at the end of the day, your friends, your friends can't have faith for you. You have to have faith for yourself, and like that has to be true for yourself. And so, um, just make sure that you really hold on to it. And it's important to go to church, and it's important to go to college ministry and do all that. But it's also important to um, really like read your Bible and like have alone time. And it's just super important because um, if it's not true for you, then going to church and going to these college ministries don't matter. And so um, I think that would be my biggest encouragement to y'all. But um, like I said, it's super important to establish yourself like in a community, like have fun, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man, you, you get, come on. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's the biggest thing. And once you do that, it just opens up so many doors and like so many opportunities for you to have like really like deep and meaningful conversations with friends, especially with friends who don't necessarily have a faith or have a different faith um, from you. And so, yeah, that'd be the biggest thing. But I'm so proud of y'all, woo, let's go. For those of you that don't know Nicole, she doesn't need to go to a party, she is the party. So, uh, let's see, we'll go ahead and let me get this opened up. All right, so I, I learned something this week, and um, you prob it's probably very, very familiar to most of you, but there is, there is a doctor, and I learned that he's not a medical doctor, but this doctor has so much wisdom. This guy's name is Dr. Seuss, and I, I didn't grow up with Dr. Seuss, so... I've learned about Dr. Seuss this week, and I've I've read some of his things and some of the some of the stuff he's written. And I know that it, they're kids' books, but they have so much wisdom in them. And I know Angela and Mackenzie, being in the highlighters, there's there's an excerpt in the places you'll go that their director, I guess, would always read to them. And so I just want to read a little excerpt from there, and then we'll get into our word. So this is what it says. Oh, the places you'll go. Congratulations, today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. 
you're on your own and you know what you know, and you are the lady who will decide where to go. You'll look up and down streets, look them over with care. About some you will say, I don't choose to go there. With your head full of brains and your shoes full of feet, you're too smart to go down any not so good street. And you may not find any you'll want to go down. In that case, of course, you'll head straight out of town. It's opener there in the wide open air. Out there things can happen and frequently do to people as brainy and footsy as you. And when things start to happen, don't worry, don't stew. Just go right along, you'll start happening too. Oh, the places you'll go. You'll be on your way up, you'll be seeing great sights. You'll join the high flyers who soar to high heights. You won't lag behind because you'll have the speed. You'll pass the whole gang and you'll soon take the lead. Wherever you fly, you'll be the best of the best. Wherever you go, you will top all the rest. Except when you don't because sometimes you won't. You'll get mixed up, of course, as you already know. You'll get mixed up with many strange birds as you go. Be sure when you step, step with care and great tact. And remember that life's a great balancing act. Just never forget to be dexterous and deft and never mix up your right foot and your left. And you will succeed, yes you will indeed, 98 and 3 quarter percent guaranteed. Young ladies, you'll move mountains. So be your name Buxom or Bigsby, Angela or McKenzie. You're off to great places. Today is your day. Your mountain is waiting, so go on your way. I thought that was very, very fitting for the moment. That, that, that poem right there, that poetry right there, it, it's basically talking about a Christian's life. It's talking about the different places we're going to go, the different things that we're going to encounter. And, and now that y'all are 18 and graduating, you're fixing to start making decisions all on your own. And, and, and just it's just a whole new world. And I believe that both of these young ladies can move any mountains that are put before them. But I do want to drop a little biblical wisdom to you this morning. I want to congratulate you. Here in a short few hours, you're going to go home and you're going to get all prettied up. You're going to, you know, put on your war paint, as Brother Mike would say. You're going to put on your right guard and your left guard. I've always wanted to use that. He always used those. First time I've gotten to use it. You're going to get in your car. You're going to drive down to Rose Stadium. Your name's going to be called. You're going to go up on stage, walk across. And if you want to give me a hug, it'll be okay. You're supposed to fist bump, but don't tell them I told you that. And you're going to receive your diploma. And you're going to be doing two big things tonight. Number one, you're going to be accomplishing what you've worked so hard for 13 years. From the first time that you ever went to kindergarten and were scared you weren't going to make friends, moving on to middle school and then high school and the hard work that you've put in and the stress you're going to finally get to reap the rewards of all your hard work for those 13 years. The second thing you'll be doing is you'll be closing a chapter of life. And that's all it is, is a chapter. You're going to be closing the chapter of life, but you're going to open up a whole new chapter. You're going to open up a whole new life.
Now this year's graduating class is really, really special to Amanda and I. We've been to very, lots of ball games with you young ladies. We've been to activities. We've been to powerlifting. We've been to church camp together. And, and of course, we've had lots of church time together. Angela, there was a time where I really didn't know if you'd ever become one of our kids. There was a time where I really didn't know if we were going to be able to break those walls down. But the day came when you put your trust in Amanda, probably more so than me, you put your trust in Amanda and myself, and you've allowed us to be part of your life. You've allowed us to give you good advice, and we're so thankful that you allowed us to just be a small part of your life. You've had a, a, just as big an impact on us as probably we've had on you. Now the next one, Mackenzie, it's like we've known each other all your life. Really, I think in lots of ways, you taught your mother and I what true love was. I can still remember the day where I was in the delivery room, and I'm sitting in my chair, and you know, I'm watching ESPN because there's sports on, and Amanda's having the baby, and you know, there's, she's about to have her, and I'm, I'm the tough guy in the delivery room, you know? And so finally, Mackenzie is born, and, and I look down, and she reaches up and grabs my finger, and Amanda's mom's on the other side of the bed, and all of a sudden, I just lose it. I just bawl like a baby, because this little, she had to throw, this little froey baby just reached out and grabbed my hand, and it's something that I'll never, ever, ever forget, but now you're all, you, you young ladies are off to a whole new world, to a whole new journey, and as you step out into this whole new world, and as you step out into this next chapter of life, as you go to these places that you'll go, I want to share a little secret with you that if you take my words, it'll make your life easier. And as you look around this room, you see, you see all different ages of people here. You see people that are younger than you. If you ask the ones that have the salt and pepper hair over here, like Brother Doug... If you ask some of the wiser ones around, they'll tell you that all, the, all what I'm telling you is true. If you take a look at Jose over here and you take a look at Allie over here, the kids that have left this program, Nicole, that have gone are a few steps ahead of you and are still trying to figure it out, they'll tell you that this morning what we're, what we're teaching you, what we're sharing with you, is all true. Whatever you do and wherever you go, if you can stay on God's path, your journey will be so much easier. Whatever you do and wherever you go, if you can stay on God's path, your journey will be so much easier. That's biblical truth. That's life truth. And you're going to probably learn that one way or the other. It's either going to be the easy way or it's going to be the hard way. And so this morning I want to share a couple of scriptures with you. The Bible says in Psalms 37, 23, the steps of a good man, we'll say the steps of a good woman, are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. In Proverbs 69, it says, 16 and 9, it says, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So basically these two scriptures are saying that God already had steps made for you before you were even born. 
before there was a David, before there was a Jesus, before there was a Moses, our Lord and Savior, our God, already had the steps made for you that you're supposed to walk. Now, we have the power of free will, so you're going to be able to make whatever decision that you want to. But this tells us that God has our steps in his mind before we were even thought of. Amen? Another truth that I want to share with you this morning. And I can see Amanda in our living room or in our office. And I, I can see her sharing this truth. She does a better job of it than I do. But she has to have talks with our kids sometimes. And by our kids, I mean our youth kids. Is If you are a Christian and you're not on the path that God would have you to be, He's not going to leave you in peace on the path that you're on. If you call yourself a child of God, God will not give you peace because you think that you know better. God will not give you peace because you're smarter than everybody. God will not leave you where you are if you're not on God's path. In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Do I have any youth kids in here that Amanda's had that thought, or that talk with? So hands keep up. Thank you for being honest, Jose and Allie. That's a biblical truth right there, young ladies. The places you'll go, God has a path for you. But if you find yourself thinking that you know better than God, thinking that, that, that you know better than granny, that you know better than your mother and your father, that you know better about everything, God will not leave you there and He will not give you peace. Lean on God's understanding, lean on God's truth with all your heart, and He will make your path straight. He will tell you which way to go. When you don't know what street to take or which way to go, God knows if you're willing to let him have it. Now, I could go on and on and on and just give you scripture after scripture, but I really, really this is just about celebrating what all you've accomplished and the new beginning that, that's coming up. This isn't the end of, of, of something, it's the beginning of something. It's the beginning of something new, something wonderful, something that's overwhelming, something that can be stressful at times. But the sooner that we can learn or that you can learn to stay on God's path, the easier it will be. One of the ways that you can follow God's path, and this is hard for all of us if we're honest, because how many of you know where your Bible is or you have your Bible with you? Okay, I see, I see about half and half, like my teeth, half and half. You follow God's path by reading your Bible. You follow God's path by not just laying it lay up here and collect dust. You follow God's path in college, like Nicole was saying, by finding like-minded people. Angela, whether you stay here with us or you don't, Mackenzie, when you go off to college, you have to find a place to belong with like-minded individuals. You have to find a place where people will sharpen you 
like the Bible says, as, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Find the place to belong. Find the church somewhere. McKin of course, you know we're going to help you with that. But find somewhere. Your mother's got this. Uh, find somewhere. Find somebody that's going to encourage you, that's going to lift you up. You young ladies know you're going to have people that are going to invite you to parties, all that good stuff that comes with college. Whoop, whoop. But find some like-minded individuals. If you ever want to know along your walk, if you ever want to know or test whether you're on the right road or not, Matthew 7 teaches us, and it says, if you take a look around and you see a whole bunch of people walking beside you and you're, you, you, are, you, are, you have so much company, uh, Matthew 7 says, wide and easy is the road that leads to destruction. But God says, if you take my path, Narrow and lonely is the path that God leads. So in other words, you young ladies, y'all are going to have to decide, like Nicole was saying, your friends cannot have a walk for you. Your parents cannot have a walk for you. If you want to know whether you're on God's path, if you look around and you're all, you only see yourself and a couple of other people and it's a narrow road, then you're probably on the right path. But if you see a lot of people and everybody's having a good time, you're probably not on the right path. And lastly, what I want to share with you this morning, Angela, you want to go to TJC, get your basics out of the way? You want to switch over to UT Tyler and you want to be a NICU nurse? I believe you can do it. You have the smarts. You have, you have everything to be able to do that. Mackenzie, we know you're going to the College of Natural Sciences. We don't know exactly what it is you're going to do, but you know you want to do something in the medical field. You have all the ability to be anything and anything you want to do in life. Both of you young ladies do. You have plans. We just talked about your plans. The one thing that you can not forget in life Whatever it is that you plan, make your plans with the Lord. Line up your plans with whatever it is that he'll have for you. And I'll, I'll kind of I'll kind of close with this, and this is the first scripture that I ever that I ever preached on, and this is the first one that I, I kind of memorized. But the Bible says in Jeremiah 29:11. It says, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. I know the plans that I have for you, Angela. I know the plans that I have for you, Mackenzie. I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. All the plans that you make in life, if you'll make them line up with what God's plans are, you'll have everything you'll ever, you'll ever want. Amen? So as you, as you leave our youth group, as you go on your journey onto your next stage of life, always remember that you have a whole church full of people that have your back in anything that you ever need, whether it's prayer, whether it's, it's I've had people give me money for some of our college kids when they've needed it. Whatever it is that you need, you have a whole big family here that has your back. If you ever find your way somewhere and you want to come back, this is your home. This will always be your home.
So in closing, let's go ahead and pray. And uh, the way we're going to do um, this invitation, we're going to sit at our chairs. No coming down to pray. Um, so let's bow our heads. Father, we love you. Just thank you for this day. Lord, we lift Mackenzie and Angela up to you. And Lord, we just pray over their path in life. We just pray that you will just write your word in their hearts where they can seek you, Lord, where they can acknowledge you, Lord, where, the, where they can just look to your ways and know that your way is the best way. We pray for peace and protection over them all the days of their life. We pray that you go with them on their new journey. And Lord, just allow us to call out their names to you, to lift them up in prayer on a daily basis whenever school starts back up, that they, they can just be your ladies first and foremost. Lord, we thank you for all the blessings that they've given so many people in this church growing up, all the memories, all, all the things that we have, and we pray for new memories, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus Christ's name we ask these things. Amen.